What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan. With me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. What's up? Not too much. Back from Atlanta. Got a win. Uh, been feel like I've been driving uh, every day for the past eight days straight. Um, Big Easy Bets, episode number 66, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, and also brought to you by Manscaped. Our Manscaped promotion is running its course. Uh, use the promo code Big Easy Bets for 20% off and free shipping. If you've already used it, we appreciate you. If you haven't used it, Thanks for nothing. Just kidding, but not really. Um, so, yeah, episode 66. Saints coming off of a good win in Atlanta. So, positive there. On the negative side of things, LSU is in shambles. Um, absolute shambles. Rumor going around is that Eric Gilbert, star tight end, um, highest graded tight end in 247 sports history. Uh, it's looking like he wants to get out of LSU, wants to transfer. So, um, what are your thoughts on that in the state of the LSU program real quick? Dude, we suck. Yeah, we suck bad. There's big problems on offense and on defense. <laughs> yes. So, I mean. No, yeah, it's not good. Anyway, like, I you, hope you Ogeron doesn't put too much of the blame on COVID and then losing all those players to the draft. I mean, look, that had a big part to do with it, but there's a – every game this year – it doesn't seem like our coaches are putting our players in the best position to succeed. Yeah. Uh, how many times does Devontae Smith have to beat you for you to realize we should go quit playing press coverage, <laughs> you know? No, I Same know. shit happened against Mississippi State. We manned them up the whole game, let them go for 600 yards. It's like these in-game adjustments just aren't coming how they should. And, um, you know, the, the coaches, the coordinators are responsible for this. And we haven't been good on third down for our, on offense, so – I don't know. I hope Ogeron isn't afraid to make some major changes. But I mean, what do you think? Who's got to go? <laughs> All of them? <laughs> yeah, I think pretty much Ensminger. Or you have to find somebody to compliment Ensminger better because Lenahan just isn't. He's supposed to be no, yeah, the we, passing game yeah. coordinator. We're just we're not converting on third down well enough. So you know you got to find. I would like to see a younger guy come in, like a young guy like we like had Joe, Joe Brady. Brady. Yeah. Just a younger guy that can relate to the players better and that yeah, understands this. Like this is a new age of offense. Like this is a new age football. This is totally different from what what you, you used to be able to play strong defense. Yeah, and that would keep you into in the game. Yeah. Now it's no. You got to be able to you score points. Up. Yeah, to, you got to keep up. Yeah. And, no. It, it seemed like Joe Brady was friends with the players too. Like they relate. They related on more than just a player coach level. So it looked like he was legitimately out there having fun with his guys. Whereas you know. It, that Scott Linehan and the receivers are not having that connection. So, yeah, I mean, when the players want to quit, you know, you got Terrence Marshall didn't want to finish the season. Yeah. Now you have Eric Gilbert, who's not even eligible for the draft, not wanting to play anymore. Yeah, he said his body hurts. Yeah. Shut. The I don't fuck know. I up. saw something saying he's homesick. So I mean, yeah. it could have a lot to do with COVID, though, because you know you're not going to class, you're not mm -hmm. around a lot of people, so. Yeah, I mean, nothing's official yet. He's not going, but he's probably gone, if I had to guess. Once those rumors start circulating and they're confirmed by the head coach, 
I mean, once that what's that once that seed is planted that you want to get out of there, he's probably going to go. So, and I was huge on Eric Gilbert. I think he'll be the best tight end in the country once Kyle Pitts is gone. So, um, I hope we don't lose him. But I mean, whatever. I wouldn't trade last season for anything. So, it'll be interesting. I mean, he'll have to sit. I'm pretty sure he'll have to sit out. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, he, is it really worth it? So, I mean, is it because well, he's going to be a three guy? three years and, yeah, and then he's out going to the yeah. NFL but yeah, he could go to the NFL today if they let him so I don't know if it's worth it for him I mean maybe he should give it another chance yeah you never know he may so we'll see what happens I don't here. think we get much worse than we are right now no no I don't think so either um but yeah so LSU program in shambles but wouldn't trade it for a second I would not get rid of last season no matter what it was worth worth everything that's happening right now so um but yeah I'm back from Atlanta it's a good trip, short trip. Um, we went in and we got out of there. Got a W and ran up out of there. Um, so we'll touch on that in a little bit because, yeah, I had the under in that game, which which went well. Um, but, all right, college, we'll recap real quick. We both were on Air Force minus 10. That was easy money. Um, I had Boise State minus 28 got canceled. Coastal Carolina minus 7 got canceled. And Coastal wound up playing BYU, which we'll touch on that in just a second. Um, I had Oregon minus 10. They suck. West Virginia plus 7. They suck. Defense didn't show up whatsoever. Um, Iowa State threw the conservative play calling uh, playbook out the window and dropped like 40 on them. So that sucked. Uh, we both were on A&M minus 7. Uh, I think they won by 11, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, I added Florida first half minus 10. This ended up being a push. So on the weekend, I went 2-2-1 two, two, and one for college football. You had a bunch of over-unders, and you went 4-0 and oh on them, right? Yep. You had the A&M-Auburn over 49.5. You had Oklahoma State at TCU over 50.5. Yeah, that was a shitty one, dude. Why? It was close. It hit 51 with eight minutes left, I think, uh-huh. and... A lot of like, it went to fifty one later in the week. Yeah. So you probably pushed on this if you listen to the podcast and bet it. And uh, Oklahoma State had so many like two chances to score in the red zone. One of them they threw an interception. Yeah, uh, in the end zone touchback on a on like the next play or two plays later, they TCU fumbles the ball. Gives it right back to them. They still can't score. So it was a shitty thing. They had to go for it on fourth and long because the time had run out. If they would have just failed to convert third down on that first possession, they probably mm-hmm. would have kicked the field goal and caught and hit the over pretty easy. But yeah, yeah. Well, if you listen to the podcast, you got in on fifty and a half, and then you hit your over. So um, you had Georgia Tech at NC State under sixty one and a half. Yeah, I don't, this one didn't really come close. And then you had FAU at Georgia Southern under 42. Yeah, I think this one might have even been under 30. Jesus. It was um, like 21 to 6 or something like that. You had Purdue minus 2. Yep, they Purdue can't run the ball. And if they get down, they they have no shot. They got down to Nebraska. They tried to fight back, but uh, yeah. Nebraska was able to score at will. So you also had Wyoming minus 16 and a half. I know you were saying they lost outright to New Mexico. It's because I made fun of the Mexicans for not being able to play football. They said, not today, Holmes. They got the, they got the old playbook from the old Mexicans. Um, UL plus two and a half. I actually hopped on this with you. I did not add it to my card, though. Um, I mean, they pulled it out. 
I hate the Raging Cajuns. I'll never bet on them again. <laughs> Worse. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. It, it takes me a second to, like, replay Remember it back in my head. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was he doing with the, the, the safety? Where's the logic in that? Yeah, Where, where's I didn't the agree logic with in it. that? I mean, I, I guess I kind of see what he was thinking. What, like, were they, what were they up at the time? They were up five? Yeah. So you take a safety and you're still up three. But then you still give them the ball back. It's a punt. It's not a kickoff. It's essentially. Yeah, and you're kicking it from the 20. You're giving them a good field position no matter what. So, yeah, what. they're going to get it around probably the 50. Give it to your fucking running back. Pick up two yards and I'd let's have get went out for of it there. on fourth down in that situation, but uh, it ended up working out. But I saw, Barely. I saw somebody posting, oh, UL's playing chess. I said, they ain't playing chess. They're playing dice, bro. Yeah, no, what are you? I couldn't believe that. Somebody, I think it was Josh, was saying that he felt that the coach deserves to go to a better school, which I get their records great and all that, but that's a fucking terrible decision in my opinion. Yeah, um, in my opinion, that decision alone could cost them yeah, a Power 5 job. That was unbelievably bad. And then not to mention, they have the worst special teams in the country. There's high school teams with better special well, teams. Well, dude, they're, they're a long snapper. No, yeah. He's sitting, like, okay, it was wet and it was cold. He it must wasn't sit, snowing. He must sit on his hands on the sideline, let him fall asleep, and then go out there and try to and no, snap it was the too, ball. It was cold. He was, his hands were so cold. He was such a pussy. Like, put some fucking gloves on. Give yeah. him a hand Did warmer. y'all ever think to give the long snapper hand warmer? Dude, I've never seen somebody do that. He did it the second time. He was on the sideline with a towel wrapped around his hands. He... Hiding under the tent because it was raining. <laughs> He's such a pussy, dude. He needs to learn. How- That's not definitely not a football player right no, there. Oh, hell no. I, when he snapped the second one over his head, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. He I kept doing it. it. He just. <laughs> I said, I'll never bet. Even the third one almost went over his head. It wasn't good at all. I like, you have one job. You have one job. Just snap the ball. Figure out how to snap the ball longer than normal. That's all you got to figure out. And he can't, obviously can't. It was his first fucking day. But somehow UL covers the two and a half and wins outright. Um, so I'll take it. I was on it with you. I was so fucking mad in the first half, but whatever. They pulled it out. Never bet them again. Um, and then you had BYU minus six first half. Obviously, I had Coastal minus seven. They were supposed to play somebody else. Um, don't remember. Got canceled. BYU at the drop of a dime, two days notice, decides to go cross-country to Coastal Carolina for a hell of a matchup that we all wanted to see. Um, And surprisingly, Coastal pulled it out. Coastal was 10-point underdogs. If I had to bet it, I would have bet BYU, um, but I didn't. I'm going to be completely honest. I ended up live betting Coastal in about the second quarter, and they managed to hang on and pull it out. Um, who who was the Super Bowl? Where the it remind me of the Super Bowl, the Titans and the Rams, dude, at the one yard line, Dyson stretching. Oh, yeah. Uh, remind me of that. But I mean, BYU was right there. You got to give them credit for going to uh on such short notice, go out there and try to take on one of the top schools in the country. And then the, the a lot of rumors were going around that BYU was scared that they were turning down games against some teams and all of that. Well, they took this one. On very short notice, and I. But you got to hats off to Coastal. Coastal didn't have time to game plan for BYU either. Yeah, but Coastal's a tougher team to game plan against. I thought, I thought that BYU's defensive line was going to have a, a field tremendous yeah. advantage against Coastal's undersized offensive line. Dude, give it to Coastal. They were able to run the football, and they had a good game plan 
Uh, they outplayed BYU in, in many aspects, but I think the biggest thing here is this. BYU got outcoached. Um, yeah, I do. I think, dude, in the beginning of this game, it's like they wanted, and I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to put on a show. They're trying to get their undefeated team. They're trying to get that ranking up, you know? Yeah. So they're trying to put on a show. They come out trying to throw it a little bit. Uh, Coastal's defense was better than they thought they were. But, dude, you look at when they ran the ball in the first half. Mm-hmm. Dude, BYU was having more success on offense than Coastal was. Yeah, it was were. that BYU's defense was just good enough to hold Coastal to like three, four, or five yards mm-hmm. every play. And it, it just wore down BYU's defense the whole game. And yeah. it it was a be- it was kind of a bad matchup for BYU. Uh I didn't think that they fundamentally they played very well on the defensive line. They just played kind of sloppy and uh I don't know. It was just some things you just can't predict. No, yeah. I mean, you got to give Coastal credit there. Um, but I did think that BYU had plenty of opportunities to cover that first half spread. Uh, they had a 99-yard touchdown on their first call play back, call back yeah. for a holding that probably 90% ticky of the tack. time is not called. Tack. Yeah, It was like a guy was rushing wide and – a non-offensive lineman got hands on him and kind of like pushed. He wasn't holding, but his hands was extended, mm-hmm. and they called holding. And I didn't agree with the call, but, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Nonetheless, I mean, you went a very solid 7-3. and three. Um, I went 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. So, overall records, that brings me to 50-50-1. and one. That brings you to 38-31-1. and one. Combined uh, – our collective Big Easy Bets record for college football, 68-62-2. It's getting the crunch time. It really is. I try to. I keep having games canceled. My two, the two money teams get canceled every week. Obviously, Coastal came back, but I'm big on BYU. I wasn't going to take them in that spot. Um, But, yeah, I mean, sitting at 50-50-1 with a very weird year. Um, You're at a solid 38-31. and 31. So we're getting to where we need to be. Um, try to get back on track here this week. But all right, so first game that I got written down, Coastal Carolina minus 13. <laughs> I told you I'm betting them until I bet them and don't win. So I didn't bet them last week. I was going to, obviously. But um, I think Troy's solid, but – like I said, I got I got to ride with them until the wheels fall off, and they have not. Yeah, Troy's not as yet. good as they've been in uh, recent years, years. They've been they kind of escalated uh, a few years ago when yeah. they beat LSU. I know they got Everyone a solid. They like, got a solid quarterback. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I remember that everybody refers to what was it 2017 when Troy beat us. Yeah, yeah, everybody. I mean, and they've been good that. since that. Yeah, but uh, this year it hasn't. But they haven't. They've competed against a lot of teams, but in some games, they usually always compete since they beat LSU, but uh, this year it hasn't been that way. Yeah, I mean, they struggle to stop the run. I think Coastal's going to have success running the, running the ball. Uh, could be a definite potential letdown spot coming off of a big game, short notice against BYU, but I think Coastal's team yeah, of destiny. The biggest thing is here to worry about is uh, the physicality of that BYU game, if that's going to have yeah. any, lasting any effects, effects for yeah. this game. Get coming up game. Are you um are you on this game? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. All right. What's your first one? Uh, Georgia minus thirteen. I was looking going at to play Missouri. Since switching to J T. Daniels at quarterback, Georgia has converted on over sixty nine percent of their third downs. 
Uh, there's a good chance that Georgia runs the ball all over Missouri. Missouri's a team that allowed 292 rushing yards to Arkansas last week. Uh, strong defense, good rushing attack, and performing well on third down. I'm going with Georgia, minus 13. Yeah, I'll take them as well. I was looking at it. Um, I was hesitant just because, dude, I mean, Georgia's defense is actually kind of allowing a solid amount of pass yards now. They're kind of getting eaten up in the passing game. Um, yeah, but uh, they're supposed to – they might be getting that safety back, LeCounte. Yeah, he had got – yeah, LeCount, he got in a, uh, in a dirt bike accident. Oh, interesting. Oh. It was few. It was a few weeks ago. No, yeah, he did. That was yeah. But they've had before they played Florida. I think they got a week or two off, so they should be rested. They were banged up on the defensive side of the ball. I think they'll be well rested. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. Um, uh, I'll get it out of the way. I'm going with them again, Boise State minus eleven and a half. Uh, we just saw what happened with Wyoming. Uh, you were on them. They lost outright to New Mexico. Boise hadn't played in a while. Uh, it's another one of those, you know, I'm going to pick Boise until, until it doesn't go well. So we're going to ride with them again, uh, on the road in Wyoming, but same climate as Idaho who gives a shit. So, um, yeah, give me a second one. Navy at army. I'm on this game as well. Army's minus six and a half point favorites. Look, Navy's been playing better lately. They looked like crap in the beginning of the year, but. The offense is still struggling a little bit to run a ball to uh, Navy standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Army has found a dynamic playmaker at quarterback, Tyre Tyler. I think Army is going to get revenge on Navy from, from last, last season. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take Army minus six and a half. Yeah, I'm on this as well. I'm on Army six and a half. Um, yeah, they don't have Malcolm Perry anymore at Navy. We've We've seen that firsthand. So I'm going to take Arizona State minus 11. Been trying to take Arizona State. Their games get canceled all the damn time. Didn't take them last week. Didn't love the spot. Arizona sucks. Um, So in-state battle. Uh, Arizona State minus 11. I like Jaden Daniels a lot. And then Herm Edwards, we already know. He survived COVID, so he can beat anything. Um, All right. Give me your next one. UNC going on the road to play Miami. Miami's three-and-a-half-point underdogs. I mean, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on this game I as well. I think the high-powered offensive attack of UNC could give Miami's defense a little bit of a problem. I think this is going to put a little bit too much pressure on De'Aaron King and Miami's offense to do some uncharacteristic things. Uh, I'm going with Sam Howell and the Tar Heels here. Yeah, me too. I'm on it as well. I have one more pick. You want to take a guess what it is? I'll give you one guess. <laughs> I don't know who is it. Florida minus twenty three and a half over LSU. You're going with them. Yeah, the program's in shambles. Program's in shambles. I can't do it. I can't sit through another LSU game. I hope I'm wrong. Let's put it that way. But I'm going with Florida. I've gone ridden Florida all year. Great offense. Love the Kyles. Um, not a good look when people are backing out of your uh out of your program. And this is the first time on this podcast that I've ever bet against LSU. So you took Arkansas last year. Did I? Yeah. Did they cover? Yeah, it was 40-something points. It's a good pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's the second time. Second time. I'm I'll one, never I'm one for it. one. I'll so. never do it. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like it's a bad bet? I mean, I don't feel like it's a bad bet, but I'll just – I'm never betting <laughs> against them. Yeah, Joseph Joseph was uh, certain that – was Joe Burrow an honorary captain last week against Bama? I don't know. Uh, there was rumor that he was. I told him that he was, so that prompted Joseph to bet LSU with the points. I said, Joseph, it's a fucking terrible bet. Well, dude, if you look at like if we didn't get stopped on that 
on the one yard line. Yeah. Which was like offensive play calling has been terrible. Like you got a six, whatever, six, six, 250 no, pound quarterback. Do you don't think a, a QB sneak might work here? Uh, Anyway, they like to run it out the shotgun and hand it off to running backs in our offense, which is not good when you need to get one yard against Alabama. So, um, I don't know, but if a few different things would have went different, LSU could have ended up covering, but of course it didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) it wasn't even close. So, I told Joseph not to do it, um, but he did. So, Joseph actually had a good week, though. Got Got him set up. All of that, so he had a solid uh, first little week. Um, yeah, so that's all of mine. How many more you got for college? One more. One more. Where are you going? UNLV at Hawaii. Oh God, Hawaii's twenty point favorites. Hawaii is playing in Hawaii, and UNLV hasn't covered this entire season, nor have they won a football game. But I think that. Hawaii's rush defense is a little bit too bad. Mm-hmm. I think that UNLV will be able to take advantage. I'm going with UNLV plus 20. I think that they get their first cover of the year. All righty. Um, all right, there you go. So that's the college picks for this week. I know we're kind of – it's going to be a short episode today. We're moving pretty quick. We're kind of uh, backed up against the wall time-wise. But, all right, NFL. Um, I had a very solid week in NFL. You had just uh, eh, kind of weak, not bad, not great. One and two, I went five and one. Really, on the podcast, I went five and zero. Oh. So you confused the shit out of me with the Titans. <laughs> what you mean? Because so we're we're in Atlanta. It's late. I'm tired. All of a sudden, I get a text from you, and you go, "Are you really confident about Tennessee?" And I'm like, "I'm like, what the fuck?" I said, "Did I pick the Titans?" I was like, "I don't think I picked the Titans." And I think I said something like, "Not particularly, no." But I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, they're not the text back. I said, I think they're going to crush Yeah, you, you're like, I think they're going to destroy them. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll take the Titans. In the morning, I'm always looking at spreads again. I was like, why not? It dropped to four. I was like, I'll take Tennessee. But the way you worded it, you're like, are you really confident? I'm like, I don't recall saying I was ever confident, like even a little bit. I didn't <laughs> well, even look I, at the I, game. Rem- I didn't remember if you were on it, but I remember when I picked it. Like you you said something like that yeah. made it sound like you agreed with it. No, yeah, I wouldn't say I, I I thought that they that it was a good pick, but but yeah, when you said it, I was like, did I fucking pick the Titans and I don't remember? Um, but yeah, anyway, outside of that pick that I added on Twitter on the podcast, we went a very solid five and L. Colts minus three, Patriots, uh, which was a pick 'em. It's a close game. Came down to the wire there. It was uh, 45 to nothing. I and told we, y'all about Anthony Lynn. He's an idiot. And we also had the under 47, which the Patriots almost hit the over by themselves. Um, I had the Rams minus three, and then I had the Saints and Falcons under 46. I was in the uh, the second-best Mercedes-Benz Mercedes, uh, arena uh, for that one. And it it was close there. If they would have scored there at the end, I think they would have hit the over. I don't remember what it was exactly. Um, yeah, it looked like under for sure in the beginning. Yeah. And then it was like all of a sudden right before halftime, I think the team scored yep. two touchdowns or something. And I was like, uh-oh, what's happening here? Yeah, shout out to the Saints defense, man. That was a spot I've been, I've been saying I don't like this spot for us. I was perfectly prepared for us to drop a game to the Falcons on the road in Atlanta. Um but the defense stepped up, in my opinion. Only touchdown they gave up, I think, was due uh, after the Taysom Hill fumble. Um, 
that deep ball to Julio, the second to last shot to the end zone, thought for sure a flag was coming out. I was uh, that's just like PTSD. I was so prepared to see a flag come out. I was like, fuck, didn't come out. But then on the Hail Mary, we absolutely fucking mauled Julio. <laughs> I like that there's just like it's like a an agreement, like, okay, it's three flies in on the Hail Marys. There's no such thing as pass interference. Cause we fucking like they were all over him before he could even jump for the ball. Um, but fun game to be at. We had a good time. Um, Falcons fans around us, a couple of them weren't too happy. One guy was so mad he went and got a an ice cream cone, cookies and cream, on a Sunday at when it's fucking 30 degrees outside. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, but Jesse's wearing his number three jersey that says Alinium on the back. Yeah, it's fucking, I don't know. He, <laughs> it's one of his, like, fucking laser music people that he likes. Um, <laughs> that's how the who, that's roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's spitting all over everybody. I'm like, that shit was hilarious. But yeah, so he's wearing the three jersey, but it says a Linium on the back. Well, Lutz had just shanked one, so everybody's coming up the stairs like, hey, man, good kick. They're thinking he's in a Lutz jersey. I'm like, oh, my God. So you're the only person in America with a fucking Will Lutz jersey. Um, but yeah, so five and one on the weekend from me. You were also on the Patriots. Pick them. Like I said, nail biter. 49ers plus two and a half last uh, night. This one sucked. Yeah. Not good. Well, look, the Bills on offense played phenomenal. Yeah. And every time the 49ers defense seemed to get a little bit of momentum, here comes Mr. Official with his hanky-danky handkerchief. <laughs> Throw it out on him. Let him give it. A, give him another first down line, won't you? Yep. So, I mean, look, the 49ers lost by 10, but, I mean, when you really look at it, they, the game, they didn't have any success stopping the Bills on offense. Josh Allen was really good escaping the pass rush and yeah. extending plays, making completions for first downs. It was just a frustrating game. Yeah, it is what it is. So five and one for me, one and two for Nick. Uh, my overall record is thirty twenty four and one. Nick's overall record is twenty seven eight twenty seven and eighteen. Collectively, we are thirty two twenty five and one. So kind of a little flip flop of last year, but I don't know. I mean, you're seven games above five hundred in college, but we're both um, a good amount of games in the green in the NFL. So that's good to see. College has been tough this year, but all right, NFL this week Thursday night we have the Patriots and Rams. Uh, Rams are five-point favorites at home. Oh, it's five now? That's what I got. What do you have? It was at six earlier today. but Currently, yeah, five. What are you Shit. What are you taking? You leaning Patriots? Oh, it was at six. But that five is now... Uh, I mean, look, I think the Rams will probably win. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if anybody knows how to stop this offense, it's Belichick. He held him at three points in the Super Bowl against a much... More talented offense, offense. So, which, which is yeah, I'm gonna why, still rock uh, with the Patriots plus five. I am gonna go with the under forty four and a half. That's probably a good one. I don't, I don't like the points on either side. The Rams are so inconsistent. I've been saying it all year. The most inconsistent team in football. Uh, so you don't know who you're gonna get, but you do know the Patriots defense is gonna be ready to go. Bill Belichick can game plan for any team. Like you, I think the you Patriots are looking at this one like they're six and six. Yeah. So. You know, they're looking at this one like, oh, we might be able to squeak in the yeah, playoffs right if we there. can put together some wins. And Dolphins are playing the Chiefs this the week. The defense and special teams have been playing well for the Patriots. Um, offensively, they've been running the ball well. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, the Dolphins play the Chiefs this week. If the Patriots can, can get a win right here, they'll be in a good spot. They could potentially squeak their way into the playoffs. Yeah, what's it at? Under door. what? Uh, 44 and a half. Okay. I don't know. I kind of um, like that one. 
but you don't love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm also going to take the Saints minus seven against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts getting the nod. Carson Wentz is no more. I would have loved it if it was Carson Wentz. Probably would be more than seven. Um, but that offensive line is terrible. We have the number one defense in the league. Um, I'm going to roll with the Saints here. Taysom Hill's only going to get more comfortable. He looks solid throwing the ball. I'll give him credit where it's due. But God damn, can we stop fumbling the ball? Please. It's crazy. It's it's crazy that we're still having the issues that we are. Um, at least this this late. I mean, he fumbles twice a game. You think he would be? Yeah, a I mean, if bit more. that ball would have stayed in bounds, the Saints are no. Yeah, one bad trouble. hop, and we're losing that game. So I don't know. I hope he can figure it out and get that under control. But I think he's in the pocket. He looked a lot more comfortable. Michael Thomas is best receiver in football, and the defense is playing better than anybody else in the league right now. So I'm going to take the Saints minus seven over the Eagles with a lot of quarterback controversy right now. So what's what's your next one? I'm going with the Cowboys minus three and a half at the Bengals. I was looking at this, but I stayed It's just away a game. It. Look, the Bengals don't tackle well. They don't defend against the run well. Uh, the Cowboys need to give it to Zeke every play here. Yeah. And I think that they'll cover this spread. The Bengals have played well without Joe Burrow, but um, I don't know. I think the Cowboys have an advantage here considering that uh, what, what Zeke at running back and then mm-hmm. the poor tackle in Bengals defense. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do you think about this Falcons-Chargers game? Are you on it? No, but, oh, yeah, I am. What but you, I'm on, I'm not on the spread. What are you taking? Over? The over 50. I'm going to take the same thing. Falcons haven't scored. I mean, they scored 40-something against the Raiders. Didn't score too many against the Saints. They're due to score again. Same with the Chargers. The Chargers were putting up good points there, too. They just yeah, got blanked. Yeah, they haven't scored well either as of late. So, I mean, yeah. I think both these teams are due to score some points. I'm also going to take the Texans minus two. Um over the Bears. Bears suck. Trubisky sucks. Foles sucks. They all suck. Yeah, so. dude. The Texans really could have won that. Beat the Colts. Yeah. Uh, two. They have bad luck, dude. No, yeah. I like think, it was I think a they're, bad, better, they're better than the record. They shows. got the ball with like two min under two minutes left. They were down by six, and they were like at the five yard line, and they hiked it, and it was a terrible snap, and mm-hmm. it it got recovered by the Colts, and that ended the game. But I mean, in that situation, you gotta like. Deshaun Watson. I'm also going to take the under 44 and a half in this game. Points and the under. Um, I mean, Texans lost uh, Will Fuller. They obviously they got rid of Kenny Stills. They're 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 thin at linebacker. Brandon Cooks got another concussion. Um, I'm mean, not linebacker. Thin at wide receiver. And then the Bears just suck. So I'm gonna go under 44 and a half along with Texans minus two. Uh, and that'll do it for my NFL picks. You got any more? Yeah, I have a few more. Um, what else you got? I got the Chiefs minus seven and a half at the Dolphins. I'm gonna roll with the Dolphins here at home. Um, playing good defense, really leaning on the defense. I think uh, the Dolphins been rounding the ball to it. Hasn't really lit it up in really any of his games, but um. I just think the matchup here, you got to go with the Dolphins at home getting points that yeah. as many over a touchdown. I like it. I don't like to make a habit of betting against Mahomes because I'll lose every time I do it. So, But this one I feel comfortable enough to do it. And yeah. then on 
Sunday night, I'm going to the Steelers at the Bills. The Bills are a point and a half favorite last time I checked. Mm -hmm. Um, This one was a tough one for me. I would lean Pittsburgh. But I am, yeah, I'm going with the Steelers, even though they got banged up a little bit on the defense. I'm just. Their defense is still one of the best defenses. I mean, is is Josh Allen this good? I don't know. He was lighting it like he. I watched him play, and I was like, "Oh well, he's doing it again." I was like, "I did not expect him to do that to San Francisco." But yeah. where the defense isn't too banged up is the pass rush. They mm-hmm. still got T.J. Watt for yep. Pittsburgh. I think that that's a difference here. He played great. Uh, I don't think that Allen's going to be able to get away from Pittsburgh's pass rush as well as he did San Francisco. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the Steelers plus a point and a half. And then on Monday night, the Ravens minus. One and a half at the Browns. This one might change because the Ravens are playing today and that Cowboys spread might change as well because the Cowboys are playing today. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with the Ravens minus one and a half against the Browns and Cleveland. I think that... No way the Browns go 10 and three. Yeah, the Ravens have their back against the wall a little bit too. You know, they're six and five. If they win tonight, which everybody expects them to beat the Cowboys, but... um. It's nothing's guaranteed. So if they go six and six or seven and five, they still need a they still need to win games. Yeah, they gotta get try to get in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. They, they were looking like one of the top teams. They were in the fourteen league. and two last year. Yep. So yeah, no, they fall in big time. Yeah, I'm going with the y'all. Ravens minus one and a half. I've been trying to tell you all about Lamar Jackson. Nobody wanted to listen. Everybody wanted to call me a hater. It is what it is. Um, all right, you got any more? Or is that it? That's it. Okay, to recap mine. Um, shit, I don't even think we recapped college. Yeah, we never did. You want to real quick? Yeah, we'll recap both real quick. College, I've got Coastal minus 13 and a half. Boise minus 11 and a half. Arizona State minus 11. Army minus six and a half. North Carolina plus three and a half. Florida minus 23 and a half. And Georgia minus 13. You can do your college real quick. I got Georgia minus 13. Army minus six and a half. UNC plus three and a half. And UNLV plus 20. I'll probably add three or so picks via Twitter. Okay. For um, college. NFL, I have the on Thursday, staying away from the points. Uh, I'm staying away from the spread. I'm going Rams and Patriots under 44 and a half. I'm going to take the Saints minus seven over the Eagles. I'm going to take the Falcons over Falcons and uh, Chargers over 50. And then I'm going to take the Texans minus two and the under 44 and a half. Go ahead and recap yours. I'm going with the Patriots plus five, and I'm, I'm going to hop on that under Patriots at Rams under 44 and a half. Then I got the Cowboys minus three and a half against the Bengals, the Dolphins plus seven and a half against the Chiefs, Falcons at Chargers over fifty. I got the Steelers plus one and a half on Sunday Night Football, and then I'm going with the Ravens minus one and a half against the Browns on Monday Night Football. Okay, you got anything to say before we wrap it up? That's it. Episode 66, Big Easy Bets, brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network. A short and sweet 35-minute episode for y'all. We got right to the point. We're trying to get back on track, handing out winners. Um, I mean, I say get back on track. Shit, we've kind of we've been doing pretty good this year. Gotta say, uh, for such a weird, weird year, it's coming da- coming down uh, to a close. So we're gonna look to close out strong. Um, but yeah, that'll do it. Episode sixty six. Y'all have a good one. Who that? We do.